PlayStation. I'm chained. Hello everyone and welcome to PlayStation Unchained. I'm your host Chili as we talk about news, reviews and man I screwed up the intro. Oh well anyway, intro! Whoa, we did it! Hi, welcome. Check out PSU for all the news, reviews, interviews and guides and all that good stuff written by all the wonderful people at PSU. Joining us this week is Mike. Hey Mike. <laughs> all right Ben, how's it going? Uh, I'm not too bad, thank you. How are you doing? Um, I'm good apart from um, being a bit ill which is why i haven't been on lately one thing after another at the moment there's colds and everything going around and i seem to have caught a very bad sore throat so i apologize listeners and everyone here um i'm speaking a bit uh calmer because of my throat and everything but i wanted to make it this week so thanks for having me again it's good to be on no worries i hope you feel better soon okay sickness thanks very much sickness is is bad yeah it's not going around yeah so. yeah definitely <laughs> and we've got gary hey gary what's up ben how are you today i'm okay i'm okay i'm hanging in there um nice, i kind of nice. had a little thing going as well for a little bit it was a sickness um mine kind of got i got through it pretty quickly though still some lingering here and there but um i want outside of that i've pretty much spent all of saturday kind of just resting which was nice um but yeah outside of that just chilling nice uh, cool man uh, and alfonso hey alfonso hello hello how are you doing i'm fine can't complain um there is an incident with my psvr2 um yes i did receive it on wednesday like i told gary and i played it for a bit which i love I don't have it anymore because I had to send it back because my oh, god. god children came over to use it and they tried to put it on and they dropped it. And because they dropped it, I don't know how they dropped it, the fan, which I did not know this PSVR 2 had a fan, yeah, I started hearing some rattling noise and it fogs up the screen. So I can't see anything. So yeah, I had to send it back. I am not happy right now. Oh my so, yeah. god. That's that is really, that is really, really Ouch. unlucky. Yeah, yeah. Are you going to get a replacement? Will they replace it? Yeah, or they're going it? to replace it, but it's going to take some time, though. Ugh. Yeah, but you had it for a little bit at least. It was in in, in your grasps. <laughs> Bed died. <laughs> <laughs> Only had it for like three hours. <laughs> uh, it's like you had a store demo. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's all right. Yeah. Things happen. Things things happen. Uh, things happen. You you can be like, sorry, I dropped your my 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 godson on his head. All I know is I've applied for tickets for the fan fest for the European fan fest, and if I don't win the lottery, I'm probably going to pick up the PSVR two instead because the tickets are about the same price almost. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, well, are you okay with with motion sickness and stuff, Ben? Yeah, well, I had the first PSVR. Oh, so, you did. Okay, my bad. Yeah, I just never bought the cable to uh, plug into the PSVR PS5. But yeah, I still I had the PSVR bother. one. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I had the first one. 
it's so it's so refreshing to not have to plug in an entire new system just to play VR. You have no idea how much I hated doing that with the first <laughs> one. It's, it's like it's like seven different wires plus a new box. I'm just like, why? Why is this so complicated? <laughs> I couldn't do yeah, it. Yeah, I, I heard the first one was a lot of hassle with wires and stuff because I never owned it. I, I yeah. literally played it at the preview event for it in uh, 2016 about a month or two before it came out and that's 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 as far as I got with it. I never owned it or played it played it anymore. So yeah. <laughs> yeah even though this one has a wire, I was hoping it'd be wireless. But one wire is so much better than what Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Plus th- this wire is like super long. I think it's like fifteen, twenty feet. So it's a long wire, so it gives you plenty of room to to play where however you want plenty of room for activities to be honest though i think yeah. the wire wasn't an issue with psvr1 i thought the, the wire for that was pretty long anyway so you know um boy talk about games i played this week um i'm gonna bring up a mobile game because um this might have some interest for, for mike a little bit i don't know uh did you know mm-hmm. that street fire has a new mobile game out I didn't know if Street Fighter has a new mobile game out, no. <laughs> yeah, there's a new Gacha Street Fighter game that came out called Street Fighter Duel. Um, oh, right, okay. Been, it's about, been I playing it. I've been playing it. It's like an idol fighter. I've been enjoying it so far. Um, I wasn't sure if to bring it up now on the anime podcast because even though it's a video game, it's actually published by Crunchyroll. So, oh, fair enough. I mean, it's, it's done by Capcom. So, yeah. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, yeah it's a big um, series. So, yeah, I've been enjoying it. Um, if you have phones and you want to try out, I would give, recommend giving it a shot. It's it, it's, but warning, it's like every mobile game where as soon as you load it up, buy our stuff, buy buy, buy stuff, give <laughs> us your money. We want your money <laughs> now. Two hundred thousand percent value. Buy buy our thing. So. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't surprise <laughs> me at all. all. All I know is that game is automatically. <laughs> Not realistic if you can't put like five cigars on your team and just instantly win. I mean, cigars not even in the game. <laughs> there you go. They can't they don't even have to balance him in that game. I, 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 I they can't it. balance him in Street Fighter. They can't even balance him in the mobile game. You don't even put him in. <laughs> but you can get costume Sakura for fifty dollars. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's you just trying to be out of playing the Street Fighter game because it doesn't have Sagat. <laughs> but it does have code, man. But it does have two different oh. versions of Zangief, which I've got both of them now. Nice. So, what are you going to say, Mike? He's still, he's still in there. I was going to say, do they have like Ryu or um? Yeah. Ryu, sorry, Ryu or uh, Ken? Yeah, Ryu, one. Ken, and like like, like Chun Li, yeah. say... uh, Cammy. Ah, oh, right. M. Bison, um, Poison, C. Viper. Um, oh, no, it's still a good roster, Ben. Guy, <laughs> everyone's favorite character, yeah. Dan. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there's quite a lot of characters for the launch. Um, I mean, the most overpowered characters, of course, are M. Bison and um, Rose. So, hmm. um, as always, M. Bison is broken because that's who he is. They got my interest until they add Akuma, and then I'm going broke because Akuma's my favorite character. 
Oh, God, Akuma. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very familiar with him because of Tekken 7. He's an absolute arsehole to fight in that game. So he is a street fighter. It's because he's not meant for that game. <laughs> yeah. He is. He really is. And he breaks, he breaks the game. I thought Eddie Gordo was bad to fight against, but Akuma is a nightmare. You can just spam fireballs constantly and just like no one can hit you. Yeah, everybody's all close range and then you got this asshole shooting the shit out of you. Yeah. All they play is bloody Noctis and just spam sword strikes at you and everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And like I'm playing Kazuya, so you know I have to get right up to them. So yeah, <laughs> just wait, man. Just wait until Sagat joins, and he's gonna hit you from the other side of the screen. <laughs> he's gonna take like ninety percent of your health from a single strike. Well, watch. <laughs> you watch thought M. Bison was broken. <laughs> the thing is, though, what makes M. Bison broken is there's an elemental will in this game, where of course there is. It's a mobile game, um, where. Um, Wind beats lightning and lightning beats fire and then fire beats wind or something like that, if I'm brightly. But M. Bison is oh. darkness and beats everything. The <laughs> <laughs> guy shows up as light and the light beats light. <laughs> rose is light, so uh. yes. The Ro- rose beats darkness, but darkness also beats light. It, they, they, they're both equal to each other. Um, so yeah. Uh, anyway, I didn't want to go too much into it, but I thought I'd bring it up. Um, I, yeah, because no, I know that yeah. you play Street Fighter, so well, well you play well, Tekken. So. Before, 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 so, yeah. before you move on, is that is that game like based on the Street Fighter story, or is it just its own random thing? I think it's its own random story because it was originally a Chinese game that was then bought, and, then I've made heard of official this game for a long time now. Yeah, yeah, it was originally. A I bet it came out a long time ago. It did. But then it was made official by by Capcom in January, I think it was, or something. Okay. Like and it got global release by Crunchyroll. Yeah, so. I'm just wondering because, like, like you mentioned, you know, like Sagat is not a game because I know Sagat is technically dead in the story. That's why he wasn't in yeah. Street Fighter Four and Five. At least, oh really? Officially, he was in the DLC. <laughs> he was a DLC character, but story wise, yeah. he's dead. Um, yeah, Ryu killed yeah. him, right? When I he believe went so, evil. Yeah. 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 Um, that's why he wasn't in the in the story. He was DLC. Uh, that's why I was wondering if this game is like following a story. That's why some characters. There are is not a story, but I, I'll be honest. I've just been clicking buttons and going <laughs> past it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. being dead, being dead doesn't stop you from being in the game. I mean, Tekken. I swear, yeah. half the cast of Tekken and Seven are dead. Oh, they have everybody <laughs> in that freaking game. Yeah, like 80 I mean, characters, I, man. at I this know, point, Tekken yeah. might as well have the final villain of the next Tekken game be the volcano itself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Heihachi's <laughs> now technically dead story-wise, but he'd definitely be in Tekken 8, guaranteed. Either unlockable yeah. or DLC. If he's DLC, yeah, I'm paying be, I, I fucking love that character, man. He better be in there. What, Heihachi? Yeah. yeah. yeah Heihachi's Hayachi, awesome, man. Yeah. So, I, that's all that. This is why so many people hated Street Fighter 3, because a lot of the main cast wasn't in it, and people yeah. were like, why would you completely change this castle? Because story-wise, everybody dead. <laughs> Street <laughs> yeah, Fighter Three is like Devil May Cry Two, where it's like the end of the of the series. So, and everything else has been a prequel to Street Fighter Three <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. when it came to the story. Yeah, yeah, because Devil May Cry is something like Devil May Cry. I can't remember what it. Three isn't it first? Three, 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 one. Three, no, no, one. I think it's isn't it three, four, one, 
5-2? Maybe. I think it might be that, actually, yeah. It's either that or we're phoning someone by accident. <laughs> yeah, three, yeah, because three is the first one. Um, yeah, yeah I, think, now. I think you might be right there, Gary. Yeah, for now, yeah. For now, until <laughs> Devil May Cry. Until Devil May Cry 6, and it's the the, sequ- the prequel to that, and Dante's <laughs> and a baby Dan- now. Da- Dante is just <laughs> older and older in every game, but in two, he's like super young. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking prequels, man. Mm. But I will say, my, uh, fine, if we're going to keep on it, my main thing about this game that annoys me is that Evil Ryu is not called Evil Ryu, being said Mad Ryu. I'm like, come on. He's been evil for years in that form. Well, yeah, it's, but it's technically he is insane. He's technically insane, so... Yeah. <laughs> but his name technically is Oni Ryu, Ryu, which means demon. So... Well, I think just, they called him evil because he... he killed somebody so there's like he's evil now yeah so it's just not call that him evil he, <laughs> but, but but we're in a new world now man now we gotta support that mental illness thing that's what he's got he's mad uh, <laughs> nah, nah man he's he's, he's, he's he's gonna be evil for me always anyway <laughs> talk about evil stuff uh dead by daylight movie has been announced um yeah look at that segue such a good segue look, we're talking about people dying <laughs> Dead by Daylight as, as killers. Literally, that's what they're called, aren't they? Um, so, but yeah, Behaviour Inter- Interactive has announced it's teaming up with Atomic Monster and Blumhouse Productions uh, to produce a, a movie adaptation of Dead by Daylight. Speaking of press release by mm-hmm. Stephen Mulrooney, uh, Behaviour Interactive's vice president, we couldn't be more thrilled to work with James Blum and J- James Wan, two giants of the horror industry, to expand the Dead by Daylight universe. Uh, I know a lot of people still like Dead by Daylight, and it's still got a big fan base. Um, mm, yeah, it has. I, I haven't played it, but it's popular, isn't it? Yeah. Well, Mike, you go first. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't really... Like I just said, I haven't played the game, but it looks pretty cool. I do like the... Uh, I'm familiar with a lot of the killers they've added. Obviously, Pyramid Head from Silent Hill. Um, I don't know if Nemesis has been in it. Maybe I'm thinking of another game. I'm not sure if I've done a Resident Evil crossover or not. They did. Uh, they, they did, did. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they did do. I don't think it yeah. was. I don't know if it was Nemesis or Tyrant or Mr. X. Tyrant. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, they done obviously definitely done Silent Hill, and they've um, they got the. I think they had the um, the guy uh, the Ghostface from Scream and various other popular horror guys. And I'm a big fan of horror films, especially classic horror films. So, but so that's that appeals to me. Um, I'd probably see the film, even though I haven't played the game, just because of the just the 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 kind of subject you know a, you know a mar- serial you know, a crazy killer going around killing you know stalking people i just like that you know that that appeals to me so i like scream you know friday the 13th so i'm sure it'd be something similar to that um so yeah i mean doesn't surprise me they're making films of loads of games these days so and that makes as much sense as anything <clears throat> uh gary Oh yeah, just like Mike, I'm I'm actually kind of excited for this. Um, obviously they'll probably focus on you know the launch version of this game with the original killer that they had in that game, where he had like a helmet with spikes on it. I think it was. He's still on the cover of their game, I believe. Um, but mm. yeah, um, I'm I'm kind of excited for it. yeah. Before all the licensing stuff came out, they obviously had their own original killer. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be a I hope an interesting and fun slasher film. You know, they're teaming up with James Wan who kind of resurrected the horror genre 
for the movie theaters at least. Um, Bloomhouse, you know, is like the most prominent horror production company right now. Um, yeah. So it's a good team up. Um, I hope it's good. I do. I know fans, like you said, been still playing it. I know they lost a lot of fans due to trust they had with the studio and what happened with Pinhead when they introduced him from Hellraiser. And people well, he, he was an about... NFT, wasn't he? If I'm right, yeah, yeah. Like that. That was yeah, like he an was NFT. an NFT, and they, and they didn't tell people he was going to be an NFT until they yeah. bought him and they got the notification. And a lot of people weren't happy with the studio because of that. Um, and they they've lost a lot of licenses now, not because of their own fault, but because legal stuff going on. Obviously, they don't have Jason in that game, and they probably never will because of all the shit going on there. But I believe they recently lost uh, Weatherface from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre due to licensing issues. Um, it, I, I hope it's not a matter of time before all these killers disappear. Um, I really hope that doesn't happen, but it's just something I guess you have to watch out for, you know? Um, sometimes you just don't get everything you want. I mean... What happens when the happy... goes, though, when someone who's bought it? Do you just lose access? I know, I think sucks. you still get to play him. You just can't buy buy them anymore um you, you can still okay. play them i believe if you already own them um outside of uh, outside of pinhead i don't know how he's gonna work because <laughs> he was an nft um but um yeah it, it's licensing just sucks i i fucking hate licensing you know even warner brothers had problems with mortal Kombat and licensing characters for that where they had alien and predator in there and people were like holy shit alien and predator are in there and technically they were but they weren't allowed to use any of the sound that those characters made, so they had to make up their own sound. So, like, the Predators and the Aliens never made the, the sounds that we were so used to from the movies. Um, oh, wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you go back and look at the videos, like, yeah, they don't make the same noises or anything. It's, and their weapons don't make the same sound effects either. Um, which kind of sucks, you know? Um, but we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, other than that, I, I am excited for this. Uh, like I said, it's probably going to be their original killer, which obviously they're not going to put in all these killers they have from other franchises into this. Though that would be cool. Um, yeah, good on Even them. if they can't add them as killers in the movie, I hope they can get the rights to add them as Easter eggs. Like imagine if they're running through a house and there's a pin cushion, pin cushion sort of thing, like on the floor somewhere. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you you can always do that kind of thing, but you know, there, there, there's a problem with doing that thing, and that is what it's gonna create the expectation of, and people will just expect it to happen. I mean, this is the big problem that happened at the end of Predator Two when they had the alien skull at the end of Predator Two, and people were <laughs> like, "Holy shit, they're in the same universe!" And then they're forced to put them in the same universe because of that. Um, I mean, the and... skull is different than the plush toy, like. Just because there's a plush toy on the floor doesn't mean it's the same universe. It could mean that someone's watching a movie and they've created a plush toy, or the, oh, yeah, the, the yeah, creation no, of that's, it is. <laughs> that's different no, that's than finding the skull. Just, just do some cool stuff. Yeah, they could put ghost face mask in the closet somewhere in the movie. They can do whatever they want. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, don't don't reference the killers exactly, but put Easter eggs for the killers inside the movie. There you go, everyone. I've I've sold them. I've made them a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, but just know that like that game does have a lot of original killers. It's not just their first one that they did. There, there's I think like six or seven original killers that they made for that game. 
All I know is no. I'm excited for the event that comes out where, because the game has so many movie adaptations of characters, that they mm-hmm. then now have a movie adaptation of their character from the game that's a movie adaptation. <laughs> <laughs> that, that'll make you buy again. <laughs> Get the movie version costume. Nine ninety nine. I can't wait. Uh but now I remember getting it for three years ago on PlayStation 3, I think it was, when it first came. I was at PS4. I know that it was originally a plus title back in the day. Yeah. Oh. Alfonso, have you played, have you got any thoughts on this? I can't get on board with this. Um, as much as I want to, because it is a great idea, seeing all these iconic villains, killers, and one big killing spree. My problem with horror movies today is that it's either one, the story is lazy or two it feels like a comedy more than than more than it does as a horror and i experienced way too many horror movies as a recent that is not working so yeah i'm not going to see this whenever this comes out i applaud you for saying saying that because i agree with you (laughs) and you know what i blame that on i blame it on cg cg has ruined (laughs) the horror genre Makeup and prosthetics, dude. That is how you scare fucking people. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that, definitely. CG ruins loads of stuff. That's why I'm getting sick of Marvel films. They're just, just a CG wank fest at this point. And they don't even look that good. Practical anyone effects have... will always look better. Anyone see the leaks really? today, by the way, for Joker 2? I, I, there were some leaks. It looks interesting. <laughs> yeah? Uh, what's good? Yeah, for anyone that doesn't know, um, yeah. I can't remember the name of the actor i always say his name wrong Phoenix. yeah with him running down a street so yeah if you want physical effects there we go joker 2 <laughs> is physical i think that movie has cg like you got to be some lazy ass fucking director man. <laughs> i know I, 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 this is completely off topic I, but i know people are pissed off at that movie because of what it's going to be but i'm more excited about it because of what it's going to be like because what's good? The fact it's going to be a musical, and I'm I'm that makes me more excited for the movie than ever. Ever. <laughs> yeah, I we'll was very see. surprised when yeah. I was very surprised when they said that. I'm actually more surprised it's happening because I distinctly remember around the time when it came out, they said, "No, we're not doing a sequel. This is just a one-off thing, I... you know, an origin story, and that's it." And they were saying Mike. that for a long time. Mike. Hmm. Money. Yeah, I know. I, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, yeah, I know. Money. Yeah, yeah. It made money. <laughs> Lots it made, of it did money. Do very, it did do very well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I, I that's why I'm excited for that movie. I, I, I will admit, I'm yeah. Anyway, I guess games that I used to be excited for, but I've now lost all the interest in. But I, I, I don't know why, because I, it's been too long. And they they they've taken too long to risk this game, and now I've gone from cool to uh to oh god, uh, Dead Island Two gameplay reveals zombie blood bloodbath in Beverly Hills. Uh, Dame ba- Dame Bas- uh, Dan Buster Bas- Studios I can't speak today has released a fresh look at Dead Island Two for you to face your eyes on. This time, looking at a detailed gameplay segment including Danny, one of the game's slayers, battling zombies across Beverly Hills and Bel Air. 
Uh, seen below the gameplay footage. I haven't watched the gameplay footage just yet myself. Um, but that Gary, was my story, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it was. Go check out all of Mike's work over on PSU. In fact, most of the stuff that's written <laughs> is Mike's story. So go check out Mike. <laughs> <laughs> it might as well be called the, the machine. MU, MSU, Mike Station Universe. Can we rename <laughs> it that? Oh, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> <laughs> but Gary. Uh, yeah, I'm still excited for this game. Um, I actually think it looks, still looks really fun. The the body damage they have on the zombies looks really impressive. Um, there's a lot of violent shit that they're showing off in these trailers, which I think in, in one of the trailers, I, I don't know if it was in this one or if it was in the previous one, like the chick, I think it was a female character, like punches her fist through the zombie's head and her hand gets stuck as she's trying to pull her hand out. That was cool. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I'm still excited for it. I like the setting. I like that it's, you know, not some fictional location. I like that it's technically fictional, but it's based off of, uh, what is it? San Diego, I believe it is. Um, California. Um, no, it is a real yeah. city. You said Bel Air, right? Um, yeah, I already know. Yeah, yeah, there, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I, so I'm excited for yeah. that. Um I want to go through these rich neighborhoods and see how the rich live. I want to see how I will never have what they have. <laughs> the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm excited for it. I really like the first Dead Island. I was sad um, that it kind of had to become um, dying light because obviously studio issues and whatever happened there. So I, I am excited for this. I, I think it looks impressive. So. I say this, I say I'm not excited, but I'm probably going to pick it up when it comes out because I like the first one. So um, we'll see. Uh, Alfonso. Uh, finally, we get to see gameplay. You know, finally it's coming out. Uh, me, personally, I'm not going to play it um, for the simple fact that <sighs> I never played the first one. Two, I'm kind of getting burned out with zombies, mostly because of Walking Dead. And Call of Duty always bringing zombie packs to their DLCs when you know, the game is out. And yeah, I'm just trying to see the zombies. So, yeah, I, I'm going to pass on this. Okay. And Mike? Um, I've never played Dead Island, but um, my girlfriend's a big fan of it. So I've kind of watched her play it a lot. And I, I remember playing, technically I have played it when I was trying to help her in a section. Because I'm quite, you know, decent at like, those kind of action-adventure games. So, um. Um, it look. I mean, Dead Island Two. It's weird because obviously that's been coming a long time. I mean, Ben even played the original version. I think it was Eurogamer yeah. Expo 14, 2014, Ben. Am yeah, I right? Yeah, twenty fourteen. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. yeah so um, Ben's technically <laughs> played it. Um, yeah, uh, I don't uh, know how much has changed since then, but um, it's um, it, it looks pretty. I mean, the graphics look really good. I'm impressed by the level of detail in the zombies and stuff. But I remember doing various stories on it, and I think they were saying they were going to um, have this um very detailed kind of like gore system where you can like break down you know kill you know the flesh muscle and bones and all that kind of stuff and from the look of that gameplay it's pretty you know there's a lot of crazy fucking stuff in there um but yeah my girlfriend's getting it so um i'll probably watch her at the very least if not play it myself it's funny you mentioned dead island because i've got a she's just bought dead island definitive edition for ps4 because she's only had the uh, the PS3 versions, and it was like really, really cheap on Amazon. So she's gonna actually play through them again in a couple of weeks' time. So I'll be watching it again. 
so it's a funny coincidence there. Um, but yeah, I'm. I mean, I. I don't like have a connection with the series that much, but I kind of. I hope it's good, just because. Um, I guess you know, on the surface, I like zombie games, but also because. Um, even though Fon said, I, I understand what Fon's means about being burnt out on zombies. I, I totally get that. I do understand that, but I guess. Um, hasn't really hit me that much yet. But um, I it just considering how long it's been in development for, it's gone through three developers. I think it was Jaeger. Sumo Digital and now Downbuster Studio. So just because of all that trouble, I hope it does. I hope it turns out well because it'd be a shame if it sucked after like ten years. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much my thoughts. Okay, well, a quick little story for myself. Well, we've got a few things that I, I'm excited for, but a quick story for myself, really. Uh, Five Fantasy fourteen, the game I play. Uh, their big, their next patch will be dropping on Tuesday. Um, I'm really excited for this. We'll be getting the new Deep Dungeon, which is 100 floors of challenge. You've got every 10 floors, you get a boss. And then at 100 floors, you get a reward for doing all 100 floors. Uh, you could do the first 50 floors with random players. And then 51 to 100, you need a static group of players. Um, so I'm excited for that on Tuesday. Um, then Ooh. there's also more Hildebrand, uh, which is a comedy-based side story, which follows the... Uh, adventures of the inspector um, which is like a fun little little jokey side quest to go with the serious story of the main story uh, hildebrand's always been fun it's about a zombie detective that's been to the moon um so there's that and then the new relic weapons are dropping which is and the new relic tools which is the second time we've ever had a relic tool that'll also be dropping on tuesday um so yeah, uh, because of this, there is maintenance on Monday. So just make, by the time this has already gone out, the patch will go live. By the way, so hope you all enjoy the new content. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, a load of new stuff on Tuesday. Uh, oh, nice. I'm jump. I personally will be jumping into Relic first because, yeah, because I, I want it to get better for my raiding. But I'm I have all the content. I'm most excited for Deep Dungeon because I've I've beaten the previous two Deep Dungeons, so I want to eventually beat the new one. So I'm excited. Uh, any thoughts before I move on? I'm happy like always, for you, Ben. Happy for you, Ben. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, got, yeah. Yeah. Considering how much time you put in that game, that's um, good to yeah, hear. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm over 300, 400 days of playtime. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, over two characters. It, it both have around the same amount of time as well. So 700 days, I'd say. Um, talking about a lot of playtime though, I'm excited for this, but this makes me sad in a way. Again, written by Mike Harridance, um, as I said from MSU, Mike Station Universe. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 ditches the optional dungeons but features large scale maps. Uh, we didn't create any hidden dungeons or maps because we want players to focus more on the main scenario and not have the feeling you want to go to this area and clear this area. We want them to focus on this and want them to focus and develop more on the main area so we can get a way to create maps that didn't need to be visited. I hope there's some stuff at, after the main story because I like that with Final Fantasy games. I'm going to be sad if there's no no hidden... No, I don't like this. I, there's always a hidden... There's not many hidden areas in Final Fantasy games, but there's always something like a secret OP boss or something. And I'm kind of sad if there isn't at least a secret OP boss at some point. Um, Gary? Yeah, I'm not happy about it either, Ben. Um, this... I don't want too many, though. <laughs> uh yeah this just screams final fantasy 15 to me um 
it, they did the same thing. It had dungeons. I think they had like one or two like hidden dungeons, which you can't even do until you finish the game. But not having anything, <sighs> like what? Where's the extra content gonna come from? Like if it's just me running around the map, kill this many enemies for this side quest, or collect this kind of shit for this side quest, that doesn't sound fun to me. Um, it it feels more like they're looking at Tales of Arise level design and story design, and they kind of went with that because that game doesn't have that either. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm kind of not a fan of this either because I was hoping for a more traditional type of Final Fantasy design outside of obviously its combat, which is all action based now. Um, I was hoping we were going back, but it, and it looks like we're He's stuck in in the 15 era still when it comes to world design. So, yeah, not excited about that at all. Yeah, it sounds like depending on how you want to call it, it's like either taking shortcuts or they're going backwards. Like the fact that you know Final Fantasy is a big ass world in terms of these games, not adding dungeons after you finish the story, the side quest, whatever. That's that's your extra content. And knowing that they won't be there, that 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 doesn't sit right with me either. For Ben, that means less hours for him. He's not gonna accumulate the hours that he usually do. Hey. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I I feel honestly, I feel bad for Ben. Like Ben hyped this game so many times, you know, hyped it up every ever since it got announced. And knowing that he's not getting a full game, that bothers me. So yeah, I'm I'm not happy about this either. And Mike. Um, I'm not really, <clears throat> I'm not big on Final Fantasy like a lot of you guys are. I've only really played 7 and 8, so I'm not very experienced with the series, believe it or not. Um, but it seems, I, I remember doing this story, and I remember um, saying that they've got large-scale large, ma- large scale maps now. So obviously the world is going to be pretty big, but it seems weird that they're not going to um, fill it with, like, optional areas like dungeons because that's what you'd expect from a um a game like final fantasy right that the dungeons and stuff that's kind of like what you'd imagine they would do so yeah it's a bit disappointing to hear i'm not sure what stuff i have no idea what stuff they got planned um yeah especially when they're saying the story take like what 20 hours to finish and there's like 40 hours of additional content it's like where's the additional content coming from if it's not yeah that Yeah, it's um yeah, I'm not I'm not quite sure. I mean hopefully they will they will announce some some stuff, some big stuff on that. But um yeah, I can I can totally see it being disappointing for like hardcore fans and that. Um but we just have to wait and see, I guess. <clears throat> like I don't expect a load of optional dungeons because Final Fantasy has never really had loads of optional dungeons. But it always had like stuff after you've beaten the storyline that it's yeah, a little bit too difficult for normal, and then you have to grind to get to it, like the dark aeons or like some other all the weapons or Ozma or um. So yeah, uh, I'm I'm kind of sad. Um, so yeah, uh, I did read this funny interview. By the way, it, we we got a couple of things off about Final Fantasy 16. I did read this. This is a real interview, and I kind of found it funny. I I I don't know where it came from. So if anyone knows where this is from, someone on my Discord sent me this. I don't, again, I know it's a real interview. I just 
can't tell you which interview it's from. So if anyone finds where the interview is from, uh, please contact us at uh, PSU um, um, because I want to know where it came from because I, I found this funny. Uh, after the question, uh, the question was: After the release of Final Fantasy sixteen, is there a chance to start a joint promotion with Final Fantasy fourteen? And Yoshida responded with, "About this. First of all, as the producer of Final Fantasy sixteen, I would like to cooperate with Final Fantasy fourteen. After all, Final Fantasy fourteen has a huge player base, and it would be ideal to bring Final Fantasy sixteen to the Final Fantasy fourteen crowd. But this is not something I can decide alone." I need to discuss it with the producer of Final Fantasy XIV, and it so happens that that producer and supervisor of Final Fantasy XIV is also named Yoshida. I will ask his opinion, and if he sa if he says it's possible, then it's okay to cooperate. Uh, reports now Yoshida really did say that. Um, for anyone that doesn't know, the, the, the producer for Final Fantasy XVI and Final Fantasy XIV are, are the same person. So, um, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, you know what, Yoshida, you do so much work. Perhaps take yourself out for a meal and then claim it as a business expense. <laughs> Sa saying you had to win yourself over to try and get the crossover. <laughs> I had to. I had to order two steaks, one for me and one for me. It's what me wanted. <laughs> you, myself, and I. <laughs> um, so yeah. I found that funny. Um, anyway, Fantasy 16, the last article, I promise. For, oh, wait, there's another one. Oops. oops. Uh, we'll, we'll bring that up another time. Fantasy uh, 16, team says it would still be in development right now if it wasn't for the PS5 hardware. Uh, a lot of people have complained the fact that Fantasy uh, 16 is exclusive to PS5. Um, but from what we've heard, um, it, it, it's, it was, it was, they were able to add stuff because of the PS5's SSD. Uh, while you're battling Ifrit and Garuda, having that big battle in the hands of them in the background, the PS5 is loaded and the next scene is getting ready so we can seamlessly move into it. You're graphically representing the fists and the claws and the wings of the icon's abilities and all in real time in these beautiful graphics and all these all different options. But able to do that seamlessly without any load times as possible because of the power of the PS5. If we didn't have the power the PS5 has and the transfer speed of the SSD, uh, the game would still be in development. Uh, Alfonso. Oh, no. How, wait, wait, let's, let's backtrack for a minute. How long has this game been in development? Well, since 2016, 17, I think it was, right? When they started, yeah, so I think. Seven years. Yeah. I, well, I don't you remember, that. they wouldn't have started exactly then. They would have started planning. So maybe 2018 or whatever. Uh, okay, maybe. All right, so let's, let's give it take four or five years. Yeah. Um, hmm, if it wasn't for the PS5, this game would still be in development. Maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe they're right. The PS5 is more powerful than PS4. SSD, obviously, way faster than um, typical hard drive. The way how these games are being made right now, in terms of, you know, level maps and character design, sprites, and all that other stuff, yeah, it could be. Um, it'll be disappointing for fans that it'll take longer once they announce it all because of technical difficulties and trying to get the game right, we got to delay even longer. Nobody wants, nobody hates, everyone hates hearing that, that all games being delayed for polishing and upgrading, especially if it's a franchise that you love so much. But if that's the case, then it has to be done. That's, that's it. I always say this. 
if you need to take time to polish your game, then take the time. Fans will just have to wait. We we said this we say this a lot of times on the podcast anyway. No matter what you do, fans are never happy. So if they going if they're going to be mad, at least there's a reason to be mad. The game is delayed for reasons. That's it. Gary, um, I think this is a carefully worded answer <laughs> or statement, <laughs> um, because they say if not for the PS5, but I think the real answer is it's still being development if not for Sony's engineers, because we now know that Sony and their engineers helped them make this game. Um, that's been confirmed. Uh, yes. So, 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 so technically, Sony helped make this game. Uh, <laughs> um, I think what the um, I think what the I remember doing the article, and I think the um, uh, what was kind of like the main thing about it was that why isn't it coming into coming to PS4 as well as PS5? So why isn't it well and release? PC and because people are requesting yeah, on well, PC as well. Yeah, I think PC is. I think they're planning. I, there was a separate interview. I think yeah. they're planning on doing something afterwards, but certainly mainly on um, last gen consoles, and that's because what they wanted to do was only possible on PS5, and it would still yeah. be in full development now if it wasn't for what they were able to achieve on PS5. Sorry, Gary, carry on. <laughs> oh, you're fine. I just I just remember seeing that they confirmed that Sony's engineers helped work on the game and, and optimize it uh, for the PlayStation Five. Yeah, they have um, a te- yeah, they had a team of engineers helping them. Yeah, yeah. So, so I think that's just a wording thing of not coming out and back. Oh, Sony helped us make it. That's why it's not coming to Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> um, they don't want to say that, you know. They want to say, oh, the PS5 is so powerful, it was only possible to achieve it on the PS5. Which, in all fairness, at this point, I, I don't want to say they can't do it on the PS4, seeing as what they did with God of War Ragnarok on the PS4. So. I can imagine that 16 could run on the PS4 if it was a first-party developed game, but I just don't see... I, I, I don't want to sound like Square Enix is incompetent or anything, but again, with their money problems and them really needing quick cash, you would think they'd do it on both, um, but they only really have the money for the one. You know, and whatever deal Sony offered them, if they did offer them a deal for exclusivity, um, they kind of had to take it. <laughs> this is their best option. Um, they just don't have the resources, maybe, to release on all consoles. You got to remember, though Yoshida is, you know, the producer of 16, um, he never really released 14 on the Xbox. So maybe they just have no experience on working for the Xbox. So he's like, no Xbox. A lot of things can go into it. Um, so, so for me to believe that it's only possible on a PS5, maybe the SSD is obviously very powerful, but it's just a hard drive. Um, and yeah, it can make things run faster, load things faster. But I still, again, looking at God of War, and hell, even looking at Last of Us Part Two and what they were able to do with that game, which isn't even available on the PS5, you, they could probably make it a cross-gen game if they tried really hard. Um, but they probably just don't have the resources to try that. So, yeah. Um, yeah fair point. I agree in a way. Mike? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I pretty much said <clears throat> all my stuff already. Well, sorry, it's, uh, my throat's, <laughs> my oh, throat's okay. playing up at the moment. Uh, 
Yeah, sorry. I um, yeah, I probably can't really add much more to be honest than what Gary no said. No worries. Uh, I I won't have you talk about this again because sorry, there's just so much Fantasy 16 news this week, so there's a lot to cover. Um, no, there was a big event, wasn't there? So yeah. yeah. Um, <coughs> again, by Mike, Fantasy 16 demo confirmed roughly two weeks ahead of launch. Progress will transfer to the full game. Uh, two weeks means that chances are most people would have bought it already that we're going to buy it, but it's still nice that um that we're going to get the trial. Uh, trial version is planned to hope it will be delivered just before the release date. And this because of the desire to play that I got from the trial version fades away if I put out months before release. Um, and once you place to the point you're interested, you can go straight to purchase screen and continue playing with that data. So yeah, you'll be able to download the d- demo, play through it, and then um, they'll have a splash screen at the end saying, buy our thing! And then you'll be able to buy it if you want to buy it, if you haven't already purchased it um, via physical means or via the PlayStation Store. Uh, Gary, are you excited for the demo? You gonna you gonna download it and play it? Oh, of course, I'm gonna download it and play it. <laughs> I I'm already excited for the game. I think this is a smart move, um, especially if this demo is say like the beginning of the game. You play for like I don't know a certain period of time for the game, and then if the data carries over, you can just start where you left off. Um, it's smart because you know the beginning of a game, in my opinion, is probably the most important part is you have to have a great first impression. Otherwise, nobody's going to stick with your game. If your game starts off slow and boring, people are probably not going to want to continue it. And if 16's opening is pretty explosive, which I'm assuming it's going to be, it's going to get people to be like, holy shit, I need to know how this finishes. And they'll probably catch all the people who may have not pre-ordered it yet. Obviously, they already have the hardcore Final Fantasy fans, fans locked in. That's not a problem to them. It's getting the new fans locked in. People who are probably like, oh, it's just another JRPG with their weird-ass turn-based mechanics or whatever. Now it's a full-on action game. They're going to try to... They're going to play it. They're going to experience it and get that sale in right away. Um, so I think it's a smart move to release it like that. Um, obviously, we saw what happened with Forspoken with their demo and how it turned people off more than it should have because the actual final game was much, much better than Uh, what that demo uh, was. Um, So they probably don't want to make that same mistake. Like, oh, here's Final Fantasy XVI. This demo takes place halfway through the game. You have all these fucking hardcore abilities. And people are like, this is too much. I don't want to do this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it's probably not going to be the same thing here. They're probably going to make you play through at least maybe the beginning of the game. And it's going to be this explosive moment that kind of sets the stage and people are going to be, Oh shit. I need to know how this continues. So I, I agree with everything Gary said. First impression means everything. Um, the example you just said is for spoken. Uh, I played the demo. The demo was like made through the game. The character had most of her abilities. I was confused at how to switch through spells. And because you're so far in the game, you couldn't transfer over what you progress from the demo to the game. And because of that, I was turned off. The only reason I got the game is because Shannon bought it for me. She, I didn't, I didn't use my own money. Shannon bought it for me. She's like, I knew you were interested in this game. I'm gonna buy it for you. If you don't like it, then it's my loss, not yours. And I, and I end up liking it because I got to see how it started and how it ends. Like Gary said, if, if Square does that with the demo, then everyone will be on board for the final game. 
And that's how all demos should be if it's a big game like Final Fantasy. That's it. Okay. Um, I think the last story of the week shall be, of course, everyone's favorite RPG, except for mine, because it's not an RPG, it's a roguelike. As Souls like, one could say, Elden Ring. Yes, Elden Ring, Shadow of the Erd Tree, officially in development. Uh, Rise, Tarnish, and Let's Walk are a new path together. An upcoming expansion for Elden Ring, Shadows of the Erd Tree is currently in development. We hope to look forward to new adventures in the lands between. Um, I am also expecting this to be further in development than we know about because just before this got announced, a few Elden Ring, big few, a big few Elden Ring streamers, um, they all got a notification just before this tweet, um, and a lot of them had to go organize something. So I think there's going to be a hands-on at some point sooner rather than later because of that, because uh, I find it suspicious that a lot of big Elden Ring influencer streamers all got messages at the same time just before this happened. So. Yeah, I, I feel like this is a lot further in than we know. Uh, but again, that's just a rumour. But we do know that this is a thing that exists huh. at some point in the future. Um, Mike, you got anything? Did you, watch, you, did you play Elden Ring? Uh, believe it or not, I haven't, no. Um, I haven't played Elden Ring. I, um, I'm not really... Um, oh, God, I'm going to get so much hate mail for this, but I'm not really a from software guy i never ever got into souls at all i had demon souls on the ps5 for launch and i played it at christmas the year it came out so christmas 2000 um and i, I haven't touched it since i just could not get into it i just kept dying and dying and dying and i had to kill the same enemies over and over again with no checkpoints and i was like what the fuck is this about man like people rave about this like if this was any other game this would be bad game design people would be shitting all over it so i don't get it sorry <laughs> i don't get it at all i really don't it's a good game i mean the combat is really cool it looks great but it's just it's it's just torture porn you know you're just constantly getting your ass kicked and that ain't fun to me it's just not fun so i never touched another from software game before or even after i mean all those years before, obviously, with Dark Souls and all that. I never touched them then. I never went back to Demon Souls. I never touched another one after. You know, I didn't go on any of the other stuff they did since then. I probably will give it another go sometime. I'm not, like, shitting on it at all. I, I can understand why people like those things. And Elden Ring does look really good. Because uh, it looks like more of a fantasy RPG than maybe a Demon Souls type game. I mean, I could be completely wrong. Who knows? I, I don't know anything. But... Um, I'm not at all surprised with DLC for it. The game was hugely successful. I'm probably, I'm pretty sure they're going to turn it into a franchise. Um, so the fact that they're doing this isn't surprising. They want to give the um, the fans some more content. Um, I don't know how big this is going to be, but it'll probably be pretty substantial. It wouldn't be surprised if they got more planned after this as well. So um, yeah, this isn't surprising at all. Sorry from software fans. <laughs> Don't no, worry, I'm not sorry. Oh, no, go, no, go rest. You're... I'm all right. Don't I'm all right. Don't, don't, don't worry. We... Yeah, it's fine. You should see some of the stuff <laughs> I call other games. This is nothing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't like really shitting on it. I just said it didn't click for me. But it still could. It still could. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. That's... If you don't like a game, you don't like a game. 
Spoilers yeah. for anyone listening right now. There is multiple different video games that exist, and some of mm-hmm. them are stuff that you won't want to buy, but someone else will want to buy. But that's okay, because don't worry, you will have video games that you want to buy that they also don't want to buy, because there is what we like to call choice. Multiple yeah, some different people choices. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. mean, you don't like Last of Us, do you, Ben? There you no, go. That's I, another but to be thing. fair, I have bought it three times. <laughs> so, oh, well, you own it, so there you go. You own it three times, so there you go. <laughs> Um, ben is just waiting for Joel to turn into Dante and they're like, oh, Last of Us is the best. Look, <laughs> the moment Joel is just slutty daddy, then sure, why not? Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, by the way, I have been watching the show and it has been good. So I've enjoyed the show yes. more than the game, which tells me that I would like the game. I just don't like the gameplay of the game. <laughs> Fair play, man. It yeah. shows good. It shows good. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, game, as I've always said, not bad. Just not for me because I'm not a stealth person. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. same reason why Elden Ring's not for me because I don't like open world games that much. Like, I can put up with a couple a year, but that's it. Like, yeah, I mean, games me. are games are way too long these days. Yeah, that's yeah. the yeah. That's yeah, it says me with 300 days of fantasy 40 too long. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you guys are um, saying all the right things to me today, and I'm so happy right now. You're, you're, you're welcome, uh, Gary. Yeah. yeah. Um, first off, I just want to jump into this conversation yes games are too goddamn fucking long (laughs) i'm tired of that shit you have no idea how happy i am when they announce a game and they say it's gonna take about eight hours to finish the story i'm like yes thank you god this is what i want i don't want this 40 hour shit anymore um so i'm very happy about that this is why i stopped kind of playing assassin's creed because i i can't do those games anymore they're too fucking big they're too long and I get too goddamn distracted all the time. Mm. Oh, Van, Valhalla was... Oh, God, that was a it's slog. Insanity. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shame because if it was shorter, it'd be so, it, it would just be so much more palatable. Because it's a really good game in terms of its story and design and everything. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, you know, for, for some games, it works. Like, Baldur's Gate 3, I am not going to complain at all <laughs> if it takes me 100 hours just to complete the first fucking chapter of that game. <laughs> That makes sense. That's a D&D game. It's supposed to be long. Yeah. But yeah. other games, no. I don't need to be playing a first-person shooter that lasts 30 hours. They're like, there's so much shit you can do in, third per- in first-person shooters that's going to keep me interested for 30 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. As far as Elden Ring goes, um, I, I really enjoyed Elden Ring. I plowed through Elden Ring. I think it's the easiest of the I first bet you did, games. Gary. I bet you've oh, I plowed through so hard, man. Dude, I, I straight up went in and I made guts from the Berserk series and I just like just swing at everything and nothing can kill me. I out damaged the bosses that I fought. <laughs> it was amazing. But oh, my whole boy. play style was hurt them and kill them faster than they can kill you. <laughs> Wait, hold on, Gary. Elden Ring was easier than Bloodborne? Uh, yeah, I think hmm. Elden Ring is the. A lot of people said Elden Ring is the hardest one. I honestly thought it was the easiest one. I the really issue did. is, from what I hear from people that call it the hardest one, is because people don't use summons. 
even though they're in the game and oh, you should use are dumb. them. Like, oh, oh are it's dumb. so hard because you shouldn't use that. I'm like, why? It's there. It's a feature. It's not like, just use it. <laughs> I think the reason people said it's harder is because they didn't make uh, magic users as powerful as they were in all their other games. Um, they're still super powerful, but not as powerful. Especially now, they they were still super powerful when the game came out, and you can easily kill like almost every boss without even lifting a finger. Literally, um, you just summon the spell and win. Essentially, um, that's been patched a lot, and a lot of the most powerful spells have been weakened a lot, and people were kind of pissed off. Um, I always play those games melee. I go in and I just hit shit. <laughs> That's how I like mm. playing those games. I don't like the long range shit. I don't think those games are made for long range. Um, so for me, I plowed through everything. I had the giant ass gut sword and I just went and I killed shit. And it was fun for me. So yeah. Um, so I'm very excited for this DLC. Um Judging by what we've seen in the images, the the lore looks like it's going to be a prequel to to the story of Elden Ring. If you can even follow that story, I really can't. Um, I just know the basics of it. Um, so it seems like it's going to be a prequel, um, which is fine because the Old Hunters DLC for Bloodborne was also a prequel. Um, but yeah, uh, it's going to be. I think it's going to be fun. I hope I can bring my character in there. Um, I hope I don't have to make a new one for this DLC. It'll be interesting to see if it is part of the game or if it's going to be a standalone DLC, so you can just play the DLC without having the game. Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited. Um, the other thing I wanted to bring up, Mike, um, mm. you you said how like you don't understand how this game is like so popular, like stuff like that, the type of game that from software makes. And I got to tell you, man. When Demon Souls came out on the PS3 and I played it, I was the only one of my friends who bought that game and played it. <laughs> out of all my friends. I played that game and I was like, this is the worst fucking game ever created. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was broken as hell. Nothing made sense. Like the design was just bad. And I don't I think that was not by choice. I just thought they were just bad at the game design, and I still feel that way. What happened was people thought that that's the type of game it was supposed to be, and they're like, well, it's so much more in-depth than you think it is. You got to really think of your strategies. I'm like, no, the game is just bad. What you're <laughs> saying is what you're just coming up to justify <laughs> this purchase. And I, to this day, I still believe that. <laughs> Oh, fair play. All right. And to me, they made a terrible game that somehow became super popular because oh, people man. thought that's how it was supposed to be. So, so what you're saying is design. <laughs> So what you're saying is they made it. They made Goat Simulator, but first. Essentially, yeah. And they just took that design and they refined it. If you go and play Bloodborne and Elden Ring and compare that to the original Demon Souls you can see how shit Demon Souls was when it came out compared to those. <laughs> they refined their broken mechanics to make them actual mechanics. <laughs> oh, okay. That's, that's good to know then. That, that's what, the... what I feel. And I say that because no game that From Software made before Demon Souls was good. 
They made a game, what King's Quest, I think it was called. If you played that game on a PS2, it was like the slowest game ever made. It was a first-person medieval game, and it took forever to do anything in that game. It was super hard. (laughs) You're talking about games from software made? Yes. Well, they also made the highly successful Armored Core series. Did you play an Armored Core after Armored Core 2? Never played one. (laughs) I just know that the highly successful Armored Core series... (laughs) Okay, they're successful. That doesn't mean they're good. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> they made Tenchu rapid. No, that was pretty bad, wasn't it? Uh. No, and that's the thing. Tenchu was literally the only good game from software made before they became famous with Demon Souls. I d- no, it only mentions Tenchu Rapid the Dragon. I thought that was the really bad one. No, see. From software technically worked on the original Tenchu. Okay. They just okay. weren't really credited for it. <laughs> uh, well, we and right now they it. own that franchise. They're just not doing anything with it, which pisses me off. Uh, in a way, other in another way, I'm like, if they do do something with it, they'll probably make it like Sekiro or something, and it's going to be fucking mm. hard as shit, and nobody's going to enjoy it. Kingsfield, that's the game I'm talking about. <laughs> That game was really bad, and that was the last game I played from software. I think they made a lot of games on Xbox after that. Um, mm-hmm. Like Armored, they kept sticking with Armored Core, but I'm telling you right now, Armored Core never really became good after two. Like you can even go look at the reviews; they're like fives and sixes and fours. Armored Core two, which was a launch title on the PS2, was really the last great Armored Core they made. <laughs> So, of course, now that they're super popular as a developer, all of a sudden, they're like, let's bring our super good development ability to Armored Core now. So everybody's super excited for Armored Core, what is it, 6, Fires of Rubicon, when they probably don't even know what the fuck Armored Core is. Like, 6, what about the other (laughs) 5? And that's a huge problem. So... Yeah, that, that that that's my opinion on From Software. I was never a fan of From Software outside of Tension. Um, okay. Oh, fair enough. <clears throat> Gary, sorry, just to clarify something, you were talking about mm-hmm. Demon Souls, but what about the remake? The remake? They didn't do the remake. That was Blue Point. Oh. Yeah, that was oh, Blue Point. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, what I mean is like in terms of that you were talking about the the um the original Dark Souls being broken, but like is is Demon Souls the remake? Obviously, the one I was talking about is that. Has that refined? Is, is that actually <laughs> yeah, it's a lot better? better. Yeah, it's a oh, lot okay. better. It's refined. It's what you would expect from software to make now. Oh, the type okay. of game. Yeah. Oh, right. it still seemed fucking annoying to me, but okay, there we go. <laughs> like I said, they took a broken game and called it a feature, <laughs> and people bought into it. <laughs> oh, like, wow. to, to me, Demon time. Souls. When they released it is what I would expect a company that is like an alpha stage of a game where they're just testing out mechanics and then the publisher's like, just release it. I need it out right now. And they just released an alpha version as it's like in a test build. (laughs) (laughs) And people bought into it. And they became famous for it. Kudos to them. They capitalized on that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... You gotta remember, this was a Sony-published game. Demon Souls, and then they they co-published it with Atlas USA, 
Mm-hmm. Um, it was published in Japan by Sony, and USA published it for Sony in North America. I think I think it was like Bandai Namco in in the UK. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think it like, was Namco. Yeah, in Europe. Even Sony thought it was so bad they didn't even want to release it in North America <laughs> themselves. <laughs> So they didn't even bother with a sequel. So they had to sell Dark Souls to Bandai Namco. Not even Atlas wanted it. And they published it in North America for Sony. Like, nobody wanted anything to do with that franchise. <laughs> <laughs> they knew how bad it was. But yet, somehow, it came out on top. Cool. Well, like I said, you know, I'm sure I'll give it a go sometime. At the moment, I mean, right now, I've still got God of War Ragnarok to play. And, like, nothing is going, taking priority over that sucker. Yeah, how far are you? In nice. I haven't played it yet. I haven't yeah. started it. Got it for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. Man. Um, Alfonso. Not much to say. Um, I do everything that Mike said. Uh, I hate from software games. They're frustrated. They they they're not, <laughs> they take the fun out of it. I remember. I, I don't remember if it was Demon Souls or Dark Souls. I think it was Demon Souls. Like. I spent 30 minutes trying to do the first part of that game. Like, I got so frustrated that I ended up broken my DualShock 3 controller. That's, that's how frustrated I was with that game. <laughs> and since then, I never went back. Like, I've seen people play Dark Souls. I've seen my brother and my friend dabble in Bloodborne. But me personally, I, I can't play these games. Like, they, there's just no fun because how frustrating they are. As for Elden Ring, highly successful. I, I'm still mad with it that it took the spotlight from Horizon, but it gained DLC. It makes sense because it made its money. It, it's game of the year for a reason. So that, that that's it. That's all I got to say. I think that's another thing that pisses people off is it's a game that some people consider to be a niche game. It's not for everybody, obviously. And I think people hate it when a game that's not for everybody wins game of the year. <laughs> It, to, to me, I always look at it as like a from software game like Elden Ring winning game of the year is like the equivalent of like a sports game or a fighting game winning game of the year. Just because it's not for everybody doesn't mean it's not a good game. <laughs> you know, like if Tekken 7 won game of the year when it came out, Mike would have been ecstatic. He'd be like, fuck yeah, greatest game ever. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be all for that shit. <laughs> if FIFA wins game, okay, if FIFA wins game of the year at some point, <laughs> I'm going to find a hat and eat it. You heard it here. The, the same thing happened when, when The Walking Dead won Game of the Year. People are like, what the fuck is this? Some indie shit wins Game of the Year? Get it out of here. People were pissed. Nobody wanted that game to win Game of the Year. But it did. They were not happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The same thing happened again when It Takes Two won Game of the Year. People oh, were pissed about game. that. A co-op only game you can only play it with other people next to you. What is this shit? This indie garbage winning game of the year over Horizon. What is this? <laughs> people get pissed. Yeah, I, I would. This is not their game. If people had it their way, Call of Duty would have win game of the year every year. <laughs> uh, they're lucky I'm not making it because I I would I would totally give. I would have, yeah, no, no. Anyway, that's it for the news. Unless anyone wants to bring anything up. Um, yeah, can I just mention something quickly? Just because I know sure. um, 
it's quite a popular thing that I did in the last week. Um, we're meant to be getting those um, uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 remake is meant to be announced in um, just before E3. And um, there's meant to be some uh, a new Castlevania game in development as well. So I'm very excited about that because I do love Metal Gear Solid. Um, <clears throat> and this has been and rumored for Metal a while. Gear 3 is one of the best ones. So yes, yes, I do like that game a lot. Yes. Um, so this is meant to be Konami's uh, Renaissance period. Obviously, they've done Silent Hill. They've announced many games in that series, and they're meant to be doing. Um, Metal Gear Solid in Castlevania, so we shall see. But yeah, I've got my fingers crossed for that. <clears throat> nice. Ah, uh, that's it. <laughs> uh, uh, Gary, have you got any thoughts about this? Yeah, I'm super excited for it as well. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid Three is my favorite Metal Gear Solid. Um, so if they plan to remake it, I hope they do it justice. Um, obviously, it's going to be weird to see a Kojima-made game remade without Kojima. Um, Unless he is somehow involved, I, I doubt it, though. Um, but yeah, uh, I know people have wanted Metal Gear Solid for a while now. Obviously, Metal Gear Solid 5 is old now. Mm. Um, or older than people think it is. <laughs> um, so yeah, more Metal Gear that's not a pachinko machine? Gimme. Yeah, like you said, a, a renaissance for Konami. And I'm okay with that. You know, Obviously, Silent Hill is the big one they're looking at. I'm looking at you know, bringing back you know, Ninja Turtles with the Cowabunga collection, kind of a renaissance move for them. Um, oh, that was great. My girlfriend's yeah. got that. That was so good. Yeah, all the Castlevanias they're yeah. bringing back and the collections and stuff like that. I um, know this is a controversial thing to say. Um, and I know we're all pissed about the Pachinko means in the past, but with the rising cost of game development, do you think the Pachinko machine strategy was the smartest idea? <laughs> No, yeah, we joke. Oh, you're right. That is a source of income that can, that can be used to both funnel to make more pachinko machines, but also help fund game development because of the rising fund, cost. If it if it's helped them fund all these new Silent Hill games and Metal Gear Solid games, then fair enough. That's all I say on that. Then if like, it means that's we what get I'm just, bit, Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm just saying. Like games are more expensive mm. now, and. If if this these pachinko machines are what help them fund future projects, like it's ifs and buts, we don't know. So it would be interesting to yeah. find out. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I guess it's really going to come down to who's remaking this game, um, and and see how that plays out. I know a lot of people aren't happy with Booper Team doing Silent Hill too. Um, so we'll see. We'll see who's who's in charge of it. Who's who's doing it. Um, and same thing for Castlevania. I mean, bringing back Castlevania, are they going to do a remake of a Castlevania? Are they going to make a new Castlevania? You can go anywhere with Castlevania, realistically. Um, I was a fan of the Wars of Shadow games, a big fan of Wars of Shadow and Wars of Shadow 2 in particular. I mean, Lord of um, Shadow was made by Kojima. <laughs> technically, he advised them, yes. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, uh, Mercury Steam that did Lords of Shadow have kind of proven themselves to to be a pretty good studio. You know, Nintendo had faith in them with Metroid, and they have single-handedly brought Metroid back from essentially extinction with Metroid Dread um, on the Switch. So, mm -hmm. if Nintendo has faith in the studio, well, <laughs> you, you know you got something going there. 
Um, so yeah, it, it really just depends on who's going to be making these games and how. Because I don't think I don't think Konami really is in the development business of video games anymore. They're they're happy licensing out their games or their licenses now um, to other developers. I think they're, they they found that to be the better thing. Honestly, I don't even see how. I don't even think they even have developers anymore. Like, who do they really have, uh, development-wise? Um, nobody that I know. Famous people, at least, that worked on in-game design. So, yeah, I'm excited for this. Mm, definitely, man. Uh, Alfonso. It's sure and simple. There's Murder Gear. That's all that needs to be said. That's mm-hmm. it. That's it. How quickly people forgive Konami. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. People forgive a lot of video game companies really fast, so I'm not shocked. <laughs> I'm not shocked hey, at all. Listen, all I'm gonna say is we only have one side of the story, and it's not even his story, it's what yeah. other people have said about his story. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> until we know both sides officially from both of them have our opinions, I guess. Okay. Well, everyone ready for the Metacritic game? Do 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 boop. Video games. Okay, so there was a couple of games in the past where we didn't have scores for, but now we I have found scores for. Um, so I bolded those so I didn't get confused with the new with the old scores. So Power Wash Simulator, Gary, you gave it seventy six. Alfonso, you gave it seventy. I gave it eighty. Mike gave it sixty, but he got seventy five. So congratulations, Gary, on the point. Woo-hoo. Damn. <laughs> Shadow Warriors 3 Definite Edition. Uh, there's no review still for PS5 or Xbox, so I went for the PC version. Um, uh, Gary, you gave it 83. Alfonso, you gave it 86. I gave it 98. I just realized I got the points wrong. I'm going to have to change that quickly. Because, Mike, guess what? Mm-hmm. You got two points because it, you gave it 68 and it got 68. Oh shit! Wow, yay! Great. You get you get two point two points for this game that gives nothing. Congratulations! (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm blessed. (laughs) Souls of Kronos, Gary, you gave it seventy three. Alfonso, you gave it seventy four. I gave it seventy one. Mike gave it seventy two. But he got sixty one, so that means I get a point. Yay! Again, mm-hmm. this was a PC review because there was no PS4. On P- uh, I couldn't find any consoles. So now we catch up to our most recent games. First game, Vampire the Masquerade New York Bundle. Gary, you gave it 65. Alfonso, you gave it 62. And I gave it a nice 69. It got no reviews. So nobody gets a point. <laughs> I told you it wasn't going to get reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but there's one here that we thought we'd get reviews. Wulong Fallen Dynasty. Oh, sorry. Scars above first. Scars above. Gary, you gave it 70. Alfonso, you gave it 72. I gave it 55. But Gary gets a point with 70 because it got 65. Yeah, baby. Nice. Wulong Fallen Dynasty. Gary, 77. Alfonso, 75. And me at 62. But Gary gets another point, rounding him up to 10 points. So the scores are now Gary in the lead with 10, Alfonso, Chili, and Mike at 5. Oh, wow. 
Nice. So we're, we're, we're all in second place. So we're all second best. I'm five points ahead of everybody? Yeah. Yes, you are. How does it feel? Next week, double points. (laughs) 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 Nah, not yet. Uh, And to the other game, Destiny 2 Lightfall, Gary, you gave it 83. Alfonso, you gave 87. I gave 89. And it got the score of nothing. There's no reviews. (laughs) So, um... And from what I'm hearing, people dislike it. So I enjoyed, I played the campaign. I finished it. I enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, no reviews for Destiny 2 Lightfall right now on PS5 uh, that I could find. So guess what? We're going to have more games that Gary's going to say nobody's going to get reviews for, and they probably won't. Um, so <laughs> Monster Energy Supercross, the official video game six. I can't believe there's six of them. Um, you know what? You're here, Mike. What's your score for for this? Um, I'll say. And by the way, I can't believe six of them, six of them is not the title. I, I, I just want to cl- clarify that that is not the title of the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I'll say um, sixty-five. Okay, uh, Alfonso. I'm gonna go sixty-eight. Gary. The king of points. Sixty-five. The same as Mike. Okay. Well, my pick is sixty-five. My bad. My bad. Sixty-six. <laughs> 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 uh, I was going to use random, but you know what? Just so that we've got a pattern again, I'm going to go sixty-seven. So that way we've got sixty-five, sixty-six, sixty-eight, sixty-seven. So sixty-five, sixty-six, sixty-seven, sixty-eight. There we go. Dead Cells, return to Castlevania. Okay. And I'm going to use random for this. I'm going to go first. 50 out of 100. Generate. Hmm. 75. You know what? I'll take that. Alfonso. God damn it. Um, 76. That was... Were you going to go 75? Yeah. One second. (laughs) Gary, you're going to go 79, right? No. I oh, damn it. I was gonna go eighty-four. Oh. Okay. Mike. Uh, what one's this for? Can't cut what? Dead cells return to Castlevania. Oh, um hmm. I'll say eighty-three. Okay. <laughs> so that's the end of Metacritic game this week. Um You're not gonna pick the one game that's for sure gonna get a review score? This guy. What game? <laughs> Fatal Frame, Mask of the Lunar Eclipse. Oh, okay, sure. Let's <laughs> pick it up like the indie games left and right. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Fine then. Fatal Frame, Mask of the Lunar Eclipse. Gary. 64. As, as you're, you're like, it's going to get reviews for sure. 64. Let's poop on it a bit. I'm not saying it's a good game. I'm just telling you it's going to get a review score. <laughs> it's part of the Fatal Frame franchise. It's a very popular franchise. Yeah. We're going to poop on it. Okay, good choice. Um, not every Mike. Fatal Frame game is good. Um, Fatal Frame. Hmm. Uh, 77. 
Okay. Uh, I'm going to hit random. Let's see what we get. That's not random. That's the same number. Hmm. Sure. Okay. It's going to get 100. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you never know. <laughs> oh, we know. Like, we know. How fun, Zoe. I'm going to go with 70. Okay. I Okay. This is going to be... Okay. I'm going to put in the side. If I win... I win, I lose a point. No, because it, 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 I'm going to make sure that if, if I win with 100, I actually get minus a point because there's no way I should get that. <laughs> so in the I notes... If, on you, the... if you get it right, Ben, if you're the closest with 100, you should just win for the year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I second that. Yeah, okay. I second that. Uh, okay, fine. I, I I I win the game. Okay, there we are. If I win, I win the game. It's, 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 no, on... Sit on your high horse and point down to the rest of us peasants. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want, peasant? What's your score? so that would mean, right? I would. It would have to get eighty-eight, right? Mm-hmm. It would get. It would have to get eighty-eight or eighty-nine or higher, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, it would have to get eighty-nine or higher for me to win. Because, yeah, 88 would be 11 points. Yeah, so it has to get 89 or higher, and then I win Metacritic game 2013 uh, in, <laughs> in March. <laughs> then we'll start Metacritic game 2024. <laughs> in 2023. It's okay, FIFA does that all the time. It's fine. Um, and if you win, you better point at us like Boa Hancock does. Every time I want to see a picture of it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I will go to Alfonso's wedding and I'll wear a T-shirt saying I won the Metacritic 2023 game due to Fatal Frame Mask <laughs> of the Lunar Eclipse. <laughs> Bow down, peasants. All on that news, Alfonso, shout outs and how can they find you? Uh, shout out to you guys for having me on. Mike, feel better. Sorry that you're Going through it, we all, we all know sickness sucks. Um, oh yeah, cheers, man! Shout out to all the listeners. Continue to read the articles. You can follow me on Twitter at alichan Seven. I know I'm only one going to get this, but we've been talking about sickness so much, and it's hurting me that I've not been able to say this the entire time. And I'm sorry, but sickness must be purged. Uh, finally, I've said it. So, uh, I've been holding it in for an hour. Uh, 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 I'm, I'm spent. Gary, go. <clears throat> Sorry, I was yawning. <laughs> um, you can reach me on Twitter at Gugglewish. That's G A G L A U S H. Excuse me. Um, shout out to you guys as always. Thanks for having me on. Shout out to the listeners. Thank you for listening. Please continue to listen. Um, and Mike, of course. Thank you for joining us. But have you got any shouts? And how can they find you? Um, yeah, thanks for having me on, guys, and thanks to uh, our loyal listeners, as always, and hi to the rest of the staff at PSU. Um, sorry about my throat and everything, if I haven't been able to spit, you know, if you haven't been able to really hear what I'm saying properly or whatever, it's just been a, a bit of a bastard, this throat has. Um, but yeah, thanks for having me on. You can reach me at, um, at Mike Harridance on Twitter, or you can email me, mike.harridance at psu.com. 
and hopefully next time I'm on, uh, my threat will be a bit better. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think Robbie, you sound can... sexy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you again to Mike for joining us, and thank you for everyone that joins us this week. Um, I, you can find me at twitch.tv and Moogle Glamour Radio. We're 17 followers away from 1,000. So if you can go give us some love on Moogle Go Around Radio on Twitch, um, that'd be great. Uh, next month, Moogle Go Around Radio is actually reaching its seventh anniversary. So we'll, we'll be doing our seventh anniversary celebrations in April. I'm looking forward to that. Um, so until then, remember you can contact me on MG underscore Chile on Twitter, uh, Hall at psu.com as an email. Um, yeah, until next week, um, have, a, have a lovely week and enjoy video games. There's there's video games out there that you can play. Like Destiny 2 Lightfall. Go check it out. Um, until then, goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.